0: Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and we're here to inspire you to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. Heraclitus, or Heraclitus, or Heraclitus, I don't know how to say the person's name. Okay, I looked it up on YouTube pronunciation. They had it all different ways. He's a Greek philosopher who has been quoted as saying, change is the only constant in life. Let me say that again. Change is the only constant in life. Now, my guess is that you resonate with that quote. Think about all the things that have changed in your life over the past five or 10 years. Maybe you've grown older, Well, we all have, right? That's obvious. Your job may have changed. Your kids may have gone off to college. Maybe you got married or divorced or had kids or I don't know, all kinds of things have probably changed in your life. And with each one of those changes comes brokenness. Something that once was is no longer. It's different. And something had to break in order for the sweetness of life to flow through the cracks. Well, today I want to introduce you to Robin Sol Lieberman, who's the creator of Life Honey, a wellness brand that offers Japanese kintsugi kits as a beautiful gift to mark transitions in our lives And you will love how she describes this item in detail, including holding it up for the camera. Now, of course, you can't see that on the podcast, so you can watch this interview on our YouTube channel, or you can check out the product on their website at lifehoney.com. By the way, Robin is a UCLA-trained mindfulness facilitator and anthropologist who teaches classes to neurofeedback patients at the Peak Brain Institute in Los Angeles. And she is the author of The Charisma Code Communicating in a Language Beyond Words. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Robin Sol Lieberman. Robin, thanks so much for taking time to hang with me today. I really appreciate it. Good to
1: be here with you, David.
0: Yeah. Well, you have a brand new company called Life Honey, and I want to know what it is and where this idea came from.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Life Honey's our new wellness brand, or my new wellness brand that I brought to life with really an extraordinary team. So, I feel privileged to be the voice behind it, but it's taken, it's taken many of us to get here. And yes, just launched last month. Um, the inspiration behind it is that I saw all these people uh, who were spending lots of money on gifts, and they essentially were the same old, same old gifts. They weren't creating connection with the people that they were gifting their gifts to. There wasn't a, a sense of, I really see you. I really know you. Here's something to honor our connection. Here's something to honor your life and my connection to your life. And so I was doing some research and I was like, wow, in America, one out of every $10 is actually spent on getting a gift for someone.
0: Wow.
1: So yeah, that's enormous. So I thought, well, Okay, well if we're going to put that many resources into gifting, then let's make gifts something that actually build relationship. Let's make gifts something that that show that hey, I hear you, I see you, I care about you. And so Life Honey has a line of wellness gifts that are really pinpointed for the major events in life. So be it uh, a new baby or a um divorce, or a huge birthday or a loss in the family. So, really something to celebrate uh, the passing of a beloved at a funeral ceremony. We have kits that instead of just giving the same old, same old chocolate and flowers, which we all love chocolate, we all love flowers. These are great, or trinkets, by the way, that get a little dusty. A we decided candles. a lot of, a lot of, can- I love candles. Candles are great, but you know, you don't need to get one from everyone.
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so tell me about this kit. It's a you call it a, a wellness kit, which is really a wellness gift, um, but t- tell me more about it.
1: So um, life honey, we launched with just one kit. However, the intention is to have many. Uh, the one that you're speaking of is called the Japanese Kinsugi kit for new beginnings. And so of course it brings to mind well what is Kintsugi Robin? Uh so Kintsugi do, do you know I'm just curious just uh,
0: Oh I do. Yeah. Well of course cuz I've researched your company and what you do but I also, you know, I was aware of it beforehand but I did not know that they came in kits. That was you, that was new to me.
1: Okay, okay. So um Kintsugi is what the Japanese have been doing for a very long time, uh, since the 15th century. And essentially, it's what they do with pottery that breaks. So instead of just discarding it, like, oops, cat knocked the nice teacup off the shelf, let's throw it away. They developed a, uh, a way of bring, using gold and an adhesive in order to glue the pieces together and to create a whole bowl. And this is the art form. is called kintsugi. And so, uh, what we have at Life Honey is a Japanese kintsugi kit to celebrate all kinds of new beginnings, such as we spoke about a moment ago—the big new events. You become a parent for the first time. Well, okay, you go to someone's baby shower. Well, here, let me gift you a Japanese kintsugi kit. that, yes, you won't know about most likely at first.
0: What is this you're thing? David. This is yes, a bowl. What is right, this?
1: right, right. Here's the the pack. This comes on the top of our kit. You got a kintsugi kit. Then it says,
0: "Here's how it works." That's good. People need yeah. to know that.
1: Yeah, and so you, <laughs> so you've got your steps of what you do. And with our kintsugi kit, the very first thing step you do is you actually go online and you have a choice of five different courses of how you would use your kit, right? Because you're led, you're actually led to break a bowl in our kit to glue it together with gold. And then to create a life keepsake that's that's alive by the intention that you put into it, right? These these um, these keepsakes. Ultimately, I mean, if you think about it, what were the Japanese doing there? Yes, they were preserving a, uh, an, a, a a physical item. That's all fine and good, but there's a deeper metaphor here, and that's what really got my attention, and most likely got yours if you heard about it before you went and researched me, um, which is what do we do with brokenness? You know, with the metaphor of our own brokenness. And I know that you've been a pastor before. This is something that I'm sure your line of work has, has been focused towards, which is how do we deal with brokenness, Mm -hmm. brokenness of the mind, brokenness of the heart, Brokenness of life when it feels like life is broken and the fact of the matter is we know one and one and only one thing in life or so says Buddha and Heraclitus the Greek philosopher and so says life honey, and myself which is that the only constant in life is change.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Is that true from your experience is the only constant in life the only thing that you can depend on change
0: Mm -hmm. and oftentimes that change includes some brokenness probably.
1: Well, that's just it. In order to change, we got to break what was. So, if change is always happening, the seasons are changing, um, our our skin is changing, our uh, our our relationships are changing. If everything is in flux, then we're going to be really messed up and hurting if we don't learn how to. Uh, m- be in good relationship with the breaks that are necessary for the natural flow of life to change and move through us. Mm
0: -hmm. So So in some ways the kit is celebrating the brokenness. Brokenness has obviously such a, it's a, it's a heavy term. It can feel negative in a lot of ways, but I love your saying, it's like, how do you somehow incorporate the brokenness back into Um, it's like the bowl has been deconstructed and now how do you reconstruct it in some way?
1: Exactly. I, the, the, I love how you also said brokenness has a sort of, we we look at brokenness and go, Hmm, that's a negative thing. Is it new? I think it's just a necessary thing. And I think that's what I hope to bring to um, to people's lives more fluently through something beautiful. Like, um, here's our, our kit. I'm just holding up for the viewers here. Our, are mm-hmm. li- beautiful, you know, so it's this beautiful, almost looks like a chocolate box, right? Yeah, it's
0: very, and, it's very luxurious.
1: Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So again, awesome team, not just myself who makes this. And, um,
0: and obviously so- as you're, as you're listening and you want to see, uh, the kit, you can go to, Uh, their website, which is lifehoney.com. And we'll have that obviously in the show notes. If you're listening, you can swipe up on your phone and click on that link now. Plus Mm -hmm. it'll be on the show notes on our website, but it's just a beautiful box. Keep, keep going. I want to make sure people see it.
1: Yeah. Thank you, David. So, so, so the, uh, I, I love that you you put our URL because really I think that addresses your sort of question or discussion topic a moment ago around life honey so life something that's always happening the only thing we could depend on in life is change okay great we got it how do we make that sweet <laughs> how do we sweeten that change and that's where i think the japanese are just so absolutely brilliant with kintsugi and you know so much of life honey is about really honoring different cultural traditions so my my background's in cultural anthropology and i was very lucky at a young age to travel around a lot of the world and not just Study, but fall in love with the shaman's son in Nepal, for example, and you know, live in the Himalayas for a year, sitting on fire, singing mantras to Kali. You know, I mean, it just—I've had some experiences at a young age that definitely have changed the way that I see and value the world. Um, and then you combine that with me being a human and all my own brokenness, and figuring out somewhere along the way how to make how to make. Honey out of it, right? Mm. Which is to me a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Um, as you and I have discussed, David, I, I teach two mindfulness classes a week. And in many ways, you know, Life Honey, we are looking to have these luxury gifts. Thank you for finding. Them are our, our kintsugi kit beautiful. we are looking to have these luxury gifts and, and really blend them with a mindfulness practice. But mm-hmm. so, as I mentioned a moment ago, you, you go on here, you've got your five different courses you can choose from. Mm-hmm. You get your kit, you go, okay, great, kintsugi for new beginnings, what's that? You open up your kit. There's a, there's a, a user guide in here and you flip through the thing and it shows you how to actually Make let me show your viewers here. Make one of these.
0: Mm-hmm. That yes. So the so bowl basically is has the gold that's holding it together in the broken places. Yeah. And right. what's beautiful is even the gold looks like honey. I you know, that's just a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. So that's okay. powerful. Um, so take me through what I find is interesting is you obviously send them the bowl intact and they yes. have to break it. Yes. Um, which is fascinating. You provide a bag that they just drop or beat over the, maybe if it's yes. a divorce, you've got a giant hammer that you include. Or, something. <laughs> 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 But, uh, so with each one of these, We don't have to go through all five, but let's just say um, birth. I don't usually think of birth, uh, the introduction of a new child, as a season of brokenness. Mm -hmm. So how would that take me through that? How would I envision that?
1: So I see that as uh, more it's for the parent. And let's say you're a new parent specifically. You've got a big change coming your way. And I know you're a family man, David. So you, I mean... Pre-David as a father and David before father. <laughs> and we could say the same thing for when you got married, probably, mm-hmm. right? You as a
0: bachelor, whatever mm-hmm. that looked like.
1: And you as a married man. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I, kids, kids are the most selfish things on the planet. <laughs> and I have found that when we had our first child, Waverly, um, her main goal in life was to point out my selfishness. Because, mm. you know, because kids are just so needy mm-hmm. that any amount of selfishness as a parent gets highlighted real quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. So you, an opportunity that may be part of what you would bring into your ceremony. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the kit for you as a new parent, if that's what we're talking about. Of the five courses, I would choose the growth kintsugi course for reinventing yourself. Mm hmm. So it's about reinventing yourself, um, and in that regard, when you're actually breaking the bowl, and here's an example: here's the bag that your that it would come with, with a little hexagon. You get, as David was saying a moment ago, your intact Life Honey bowl. These are all handmade um, with various different coating on them. Beautiful. And thank you. And you then would be instructed in the course, yes, to break it with a ceremony intentionality of what are you letting go of? What are you releasing? Because what I found also in in my travels around the world is that many cultures today, and especially indigenous cultures around the world, have had rites of passage. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Moments that celebrated before you were a parent and when you became a parent. Now we have baby showers, we have bachelorette parties and we have these things. These are right. these are powerful things, but I wanted to create like a rite of passage in a box. That you mm-hmm. can do in the privacy of your home, you could go as deep as you want. We offer mindfulness meditations with them so that you can um, maybe be a little more prepared that, yeah, you know what, a kid might point out my selfishness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I ready for that? Am mm-hmm. I ready to not sleep? Am I, and also the beauty of it. Am I ready to have a little extension of myself and my legacy walking mm-hmm. around? And so there's the sweetness in all of it. It's just a matter of maybe sometimes we need a little help along the way.
0: Right. Right. How is this different from other Kintsugi kits that are on the market? Because I didn't, I didn't even realize they were kits. I went on They're you know, they're on Amazon, they're on eBay, they're on, mm-hmm. um, uh, Oh, what do you call it? Etsy. Etsy, yes, they're on Etsy. So how how is your kit different?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting that you saw a lot. They're they're just really coming to the market now, the US market. When I actually started this project, um I had to order from Europe. And it was um, you know, I got a little cardboard box with a bunch of little products thrown into it. Um I will say there wasn't there wasn't any, you know, a little pamphlet of guidance, but I was like, mm, the metaphor of this thing is just too powerful to let this go. Like mm-hmm. I don't want people to just be doing this as a home project. Like, uh oh, I broke Grandma's thing. Let me like put that. I mean lovely, that's nice. That's, but that's arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. My work is much more and life honey is much more around wellness. And so we are truly a lifestyle, wellness life event brand. And so I wanted to create an opportunity for people to go deep with it. And so the, um, the fact that our kit not only comes with the ceremony and course that we were sort of looking at a moment ago.
0: How long um, is that? When you say course, is it one video? Is it multiple videos? What does that look like?
1: There are six videos and one audio meditation um, my video team, the Tenori group did an, also an extraordinary job of, of really creating quality there. I'm quite proud of, of our, of our courses, um, and, and of their work. Uh, so yeah, so, so you would go on and you could, you know, I understand that time is of essence for all of us. There is an ability to just do the practical tutorial of actually creating the gold in your kit, or you could go through the full ceremony, which really encourages you depending on if you're doing this for becoming well, depending if you're doing this because you lost someone in your family, depending on if you're doing this because you're having a family restructuring after a divorce, for example, or for newlyweds, you are, um, you're really deciding how deep do we want to go? So that's one of the ways that our kit is different is the the course accessibility. The other is that it's not just a Kintsugi kit. There's actually 25 items in the box that we show to two of the things are um, there's these sweet little rose quartz, hearts, journal, gold pins, and the course actually leads you through how to use these so that it's not just, you make your kintsugi keepsake and it sits on a, you know, a door and collects dust, mm-hmm. a door shelf rather It'd be hard for the kintsugi bull to sit on the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah, very hard. Um, but that you're actually putting intentionality, for example, the, the kit for newlyweds uh, the idea is to bring their vows to life. So they're using the journal and this gorgeous recycled paper. They're, um, they're writing their vows that they take for each other. They're actually using the process, infusing the gold that they build their bowl with, with their love for each other, their appreciation and their fears, and they're bringing that, they're, they're allowing all of that to be a part of the breaking and the release and that I accept your imperfections because if the Japanese know anything, they know about another philosophy called wabi-sabi, which is where kintsugi came from, which is this idea of um, equanimity is the word in the mindfulness world. It's, it's that all things are equal, That that, the most, um, that sometimes the things with the most weathering on them are also the things with the most inherent beauty or value Hmm. that nothing is to be discarded, that the only things that's necessary to create beauty is for us to change our minds to where we embrace beauty in Mm -hmm. all that is.
0: Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. As I was watching the videos on your website, which your website is just gorgeous by the way. And the, the videos are very beautiful. Um, I am watching the process, and I'm thinking, this looks so stressful to me. I'm going to make a mess. I am such a perfectionist. This is not going to be right. I'm going to get halfway through it and be like, I need a new kit. I screwed up this one. <laughs> what does that say? What do I need? I think I need to break the bowl, maybe again or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, it's. I love that you brought this up. The very first. So I had been practicing and all with all the kits I brought. I bought from Europe. You know, and I had I had figured out a way to make a good Kansas City ball. You know, I finally got our our shipment of these handmade bowls, and I made my first one. And I got my hand. I had you know the gloves; they were full of sticky glue, and I got gold and sticky glue all over the whole thing. And my my glue <laughs> my my gloves were sticking to the thing. I couldn't. Everything's kind of falling apart. It's this big, and I'm sitting there with my partner, and I'm just like. Oh my God, this is never going to (laughs) work. No one's going to be able to, I can't do this. Like it's, it's awful. Look what happened, honey. And, um, you know, and I'm like, I'm literally hyperventilating. I mean, I, I cared so much about this thing, you know, and (laughs) these shipments from products all around the world, I get my bowls, I got 1500 of them in my garage and I can't make the thing work. So I'm like, okay, it's a disaster. All right. So then I wake up the next morning. I go outside because, you know, you let your Kinsengi bowl set for 24 hours. Okay. I go outside. I look at it. It was glistening in the sunshine. And the gold on the outside of the bowl, it added a whole other dimension. Hmm. And it became my favorite bowl. In fact, if you look at any of the product photography on our site, almost every single product photography is of that bowl that I thought I messed up.
0: Nice, nice.
1: So That's there different. you have it. I, I think, right. I think, and actually we go through that process after they make their bowl and the ceremony, there's an opportunity to look at it and be like, so how can you, again, bringing mindfulness to this, what's your response to your bowl? Do you mm-hmm. love it? Do you hate it? Do you feel like it could have been better? Mm-hmm. And then it's really an opportunity to get a little more wabi-sabi because we're not doing this for the thing. We're doing this for us.
0: Right, right. You referred to that we all have brokenness and obviously you can share it to whatever degree you want, but to have a vision for something um, as rich and meaningful and passionate as you have created, you know, there has to be some sense of brokenness that flows out of you that has a desire to create this. You know what I mean? Like you, you will have, you had to have experienced that in your own life in order to want to give it away to others. Like what you know what has motivated you in this whole endeavor?
1: Thank you. Uh, I, I mean that my very organic response in this moment is that I have felt that it's actually in my moments of my deepest brokenness, my my deepest um, pain that I have felt most in touch with both uh, uh, with myself as a, with a capital S with, with the larger part of me with the universe, with, with life. Um, I'm thinking about the moments of extraordinary grief that, um, that I actually find to be just as satisfying in a certain way as I do extraordinary joy. Hmm. And I say that because, there's such a liveness in, in mm-hmm. it, and it feels so honest to me. Maybe that's what I love about about grief. Not that I would wish it on anyone or myself. It's mm-hmm. I know it's pain. It has pain as a signature. There is some pain there, mm-hmm. uh, but with that, there feels to me like there's also an invitation to um, to not lie, to not lie to myself. To mm. not lie to the world. And then I'm just talking about even just the baby white lies that we sometimes sugarcoat things with. And isn't it interesting? I know I'm I'm, I'm saying good. find I'm the good. sweetness in it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Find the sweetness in my life honey, sugarcoat. No, I'm looking for and want the honey that mm-hmm. can be found from truth, from being mm-hmm. exactly like honest with ourselves and our relationships. Mm-hmm. Um so 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 yes, I mean to answer your question, I, I feel like there's been little breaks. All the way along my journey, my path. Um, uh, you know, if I was to get really specific, something like a uh, coming from a divorced family when I was, you know, four years old, divorced mm. parents, and feeling like I broke when 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 they split. Mm. You know, literally, their literal split felt like a literal split in me. And at such a young age, I don't know that that, at least for my constitution and sensitivity. That's something I still work on. You know, I still, I still see that coming up sometimes and asking me to, Hey Robin, there's still a crack here. Mm. Hey Robin, you need, we need a little more love and attention. Mm -hmm. Hey little Robin, all the little Robins in me that are still Mm -hmm. fielding that split. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. How can we, how can I be with you? How can I bring a little honey, a little bit of, of gold into, into your center?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, for most of us, it's um, loss, betrayal, um, disappointment, um, uh, utilizing addictions to cope. Um, you know, all of those seems to be the primary, you know, forms of experiences of brokenness. Uh, you know, I also think about um, regret. You know, it's funny. I have some people that, and I I think it's well-meaning, you know, it's like, I have no regrets and I go, man, I got a lot. I've got a lot of regrets. Like I've got a lot of things that I wish I wouldn't have done or experienced. And because I experienced those things, I'm a different person. You know, I'm transformed because of those things. But anytime that I cause other people pain from my actions, either consciously or unconsciously, yeah, of course I regret that, you know? And that becomes a place of brokenness that I look back on. That is a reminder of, okay, how can I choose to cultivate different skills in my life to not, you know, hurt in that, you know, or or break others or hurt others in that way? Or, you know, how can I um, process my own internal world so I don't respond in ways that not only cause brokenness in others, but brokenness in me. And so, you know, I think the beauty of those breaks, that brokenness of looking back, whether you call it regret, betrayal, loss, you know, all of those things is that they one they're a marker in time, right. That I go, okay, that was part of my life. Um, If I'm honest with it, I can see the places where I uh, made decisions that I wish I wouldn't have, or I made, or I, people made decisions toward me that I wish I wouldn't have experienced. And uh, they're all gross opportunities. You know, they're all growth opportunities. And um, I will say too, that the honey for me is a deepened, deepened compassion for others, you know, when they experience those things or people who uh, like 11 years ago, I had a a total burnout. I checked myself into the hospital for three days and, you know, I was, uh, I was pretty, you know, I was in a bad place and that you know that is a broken place in my life well i have deep compassion for anybody who is having mental challenges you know whether short term or long term and there's honey there right the honey is in my growth from that experience and the honey of the compassion toward others so you know there's so much there's so much to learn from those moments otherwise the other option is stuff it um uh, have, um, resentment, anger, uh, coping skill, you know, all the coping ways that we cope. That's the other option other than the honey.
1: Exactly. I mean, you so beautifully articulated the, the greatest gift of any of our breaks and it's the gift of yes, personal growth. And part of that personal growth is compassion and empathy for others. And when we have that, uh, you know, that we change the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people order the kit, they also receive, I know, a copy of your book that's entitled the charisma code communicating in a language beyond words. Um, share with us just for a minute, the heart of the book, why did you write that book? And what was your, what was your desire behind it?
1: The heart of the book is, uh, the fact that value can be found in all things. You know, it's, it's taken me, that was a couple years ago that I launched the book and, um, is actually taken me until about right now to really feel into what the heart of it was because so much of it was a young woman of, of my coming to that book was being having a very unique journey in life and knowing that there was something that wanted to be offered to the world through that experience. But I you know, I didn't know. I just, I, I put out when I, the process of writing the book was so unorganized, David. I, I literally, everybody said, oh yeah, Robin, you know, I have a table of contents, do the thing, fill it in, you'll get it done. I'm like, eh. I spent years writing that thing. And it was just <laughs> like dark nights of the soul, you know, <laughs> it was really, it was like wrenching every bit of my soul to try to get some juice out of that thing yeah, and yeah. figure out how to then market that critter. And it got picked up for the political elections of the presidential um, presidential debates, our last presidential debate cycle. And it, uh, I would go on shows and talk about the nonverbal communication, the charisma of the, um, the presidential candidates, which was Mm -hmm. a fascinating thing coming from somebody who had no political background. Yeah. And, but what I did have was a people background. And I understood that there is this language that is either congruent or it's not congruent. And we can learn a lot about honesty or lack thereof by the way that somebody uses their nonverbal communication. And this isn't just body language. This is also the energy that we put out. Mm -hmm. And a a lot of that we're all very aware of. Uh, We just don't necessarily um, know how to articulate our awareness Mm -hmm. of it. Right. And so, so the, the charisma code was really coming in and saying, um, okay, so people, you guys think we're all really different around the world. You know, the, the, the Russians, the um, the the French, the uh, Americans, you think we're all really different, but and we get in wars and fights and all kinds of weird scandals because we think we're so different. But if we really brought it down to basics, we're just these heart beating, vulnerable flesh animals who happen to think and plan and ask the question, what if enough to where we can create the kind of technology that allows us to not think about our survival most of the time. Right. And, but like, we're all in this together, peeps, we're all in this together. So the, the, um, the cover of the charisma code, I'll, I'll, I'll show it here. Um, it is on the life honey website as well. If, um, if viewers want to see it there, but, the actual cover is it's, it's all the faces of Mm -hmm. people around the world coming together. And there's a woman on the front. There's a, there's a a man in the back, all the faces. And so we, I launched this at the United Nations under the precipice that it was a, um, a language beyond words that we could speak to see the value in one another, to find peace together, to communicate even with conflict. And so, um, so the charisma code, in many ways, for me, David, connects so much now, although I didn't realize it. I had to take a huge break from that work of going on political news shows and also take care of my health. I, too, had a bit of a health crisis around that time. And um, and then I, I, I sort of, after creating Life Honey and Kintsugi, and we're just at the beginning of that journey, but, but I, uh, I started to realize, oh... What I was interested with the charisma code is, um, is value, the value in all things. And actually with this book on my website, it comes with this coin that we call the charisma coin. And you can see there's, I don't know if you can see or not, but there's three quadrants on the coin
0: and it's literally
1: the three parts of the charisma code. And the first is to know your value for confidence development. The second is to show your value for magnetism development. And the third is to see others' value for connection. Mm-hmm. And so we call charisma the currency of connection, and we're literally—you—you learn the value of yourself, the value of other, and then you spend it. You spend a little charisma wherever you go, and you can be people who speak your language or don't. People who are Democrats if you're Republican or vice versa, and you know you can still actually get along. Yeah, yeah. something deeper in us. We're looking for value, but this is a practice, just like mindfulness is a practice uh and i and i and i do believe that it um very much connects to kintsugi just because it's a practice of embracing the broken.
0: Mhm. I went on your website and took the uh quiz of the five different, you know, charisma types. Mm-hmm. And so maybe would you mind going through those just real briefly? What are the five types and how does knowing my type help me?
1: Yeah, so um so the five types. They're all nicely colored there. So the red is for uh, Martin Luther King. And that is uh, he, people who are red charisma types, they, are, they give the gift of, of courage. So charisma is a Greek word. It means the gift of grace. It's both receiving the gift of grace from life, from spirit, from God, whatever your Uh, affiliation is to to where to what grace is for you but receiving the gift of grace and then giving the that gift of grace you actually you never charisma never was meant to be a static thing that you just like either have or you don't have it's being open to the flow of life Mm -hmm. and then from that place being able to be fearless enough to show your value. Mm-hmm. So if you show your value as, and you happen to be somebody who demonstrates a red charisma type, just in your organic gifts of grace, then you're going to be acting with courage. You'll be em- empowering, encouraging people. Okay. And we have the Einstein orange type. This is somebody who is, is very creative ingenious, uh, genius, who put, has the gift of sort of, you never know what's going to come out of their mouth. Okay. Then we have the Dalai Lama type. This is the gold. This is a service, loving service. Um, they're also shapeshifters. that kind of can become any of these types very easily. There is the green, which is the Oprah type. And this is about um, support. Uh, this is a, this is, would be connected to the quality of earth Um, we have the support and empowerment is another word I'd give there. And then the last is the Marilyn Monroe blue type, which is about giving the gift of enchantment. And they really do each have a, um, this is water, earth, uh, spirit, uh, air and fire. So they're elemental in nature. Mm -hmm. And, um, and did you take the quiz, David? I did.
0: Yes. Yes. And I came out very bright red. Yes. Oh, you
1: are a red, courageous MLK type.
0: Uh-huh. Amazing. That's true. Yes. Wow. Yes. So,
1: th- so, what I would have to say about you is that you are most likely a go getter. You um, take action really, really well. Um, I'm able to see from the results of you know, the thousands of people that have taken this quiz over the last few years um, red is one of the rarest. Mm-hmm. Uh, red and green are the two rarest. So the Oprah and the MLK, um, and the I, I love. I mean, Red just it it really says a lot about <laughs> the way that you serve the world.
0: Now, what, well, I think what's interesting is you call this the charisma code, and for most of our culture, if we said, "Oh, that person's charismatic," that would mean that they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, they you feel drawn into them. They're maybe they're probably an extrovert, but you're redefining charisma in a different way. Correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it goes back to the um, it's original meaning. That's what I wanted to play right. with. So those, those nights of the dark soul was also spent on the internet of trying to really research and get down to the roots of what's the history of this thing. Cause it's an ancient word, but how has it been so twisted that we think it's somebody who puts on the bright lipstick, the bright coat and says, that something is great and it's really, really great. And look at me and I'm great, <laughs> you know, right. and, and I'm, I, it's just, that's, that may be a charisma because right language, it changes. Sure. So that is a, there is a truth to that as a, as a word. But what I was interested in is like, what's great is that no one really has a definition of charisma. Mm -hmm. So they can say that person has charisma, but then everyone's like, you can't teach that, you can't whatever. And I was like, ooh, that's exciting to me. Like, tell me what, there's some exploration to be done with this word. And so what I'm interested in is the gift of grace that's both received Mm -hmm. and that's given. And that's the original root meaning of the word.
0: Mm -hmm. And everybody has that. You all, everybody has one of these five. And and, you know, it's a way of kind of thinking about not boxing in people, but really drawing out the grace gift that they have within them. So yeah, that's beautiful. And which one are you?
1: I am the gold. So that's the Dalai Lama one, um, the shapeshifter one. uh, And that just the, the, we lead with, um, with service in general. We we want people to feel good. Like that is, that's enjoyable for us. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that, that, that's me. Mm
0: -hmm. I love it. All right. So if people want to purchase, and first of all, just check out, you've got to check out the website because it's beautiful with the beautiful um, box. And these are not inexpensive. They are a luxury gift. Um, but boy, all the things that you put into it, you know, is just, it, it's just, it is a luxurious gift. And it's a gift not only of a candle that's going to burn and go away, but a bowl that can be created. And then there's these memories that are connected to it. I don't have really too many memories of a candle, um, <laughs> you know. So you're you're creating this memory. Um, so that's at uh, lifehoney.com, and people can also get the book there as well as on Amazon. And we'll put all the links to the website and Amazon and your social media in our show notes, of course. Once again, if you're listening, you can swipe up and and find those there or on our website insporising.com. So, um, Robin, if you were to uh, kind of give words of encouragement or life for anyone who's experiencing, you know, maybe brokenness that feels really right on the surface right now. You know what I mean? Like sometimes there's brokenness of the past. It kind of dwindles, you know, kind of shifts down, but then others of us are going through challenging experiences right now where we feel like there's brokenness. What words of encouragement or life would you speak to them?
1: Mm, That the, um, to the extent that they are able to feel their brokenness, to meet their brokenness, like a, like a visitor that they would welcome into their door for tea, to the extent even if they don't like the guests. To the extent that they're able to welcome the guest of pain, of brokenness, of grief, whatever the brokenness may be for them. To the extent that they're able to meet themselves with that kind of honesty and allow emotion to flow through them is the extent that not only will that swiftly move into change, into something else, as we know, change is the only constant, but meeting it, we let it integrate. We let the gold come. We let the whole, all the pieces of ourselves become a whole bowl, and what can a whole bowl create and do? A whole bowl can hold gifts of grace, mm. so they get charisma at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really recommend anybody that is in that place right now. You know, these kits are not just for um, for gifts that you give to others; they can be gifts that you give to yourself. You know, there's something we haven't we haven't really touched on here, uh, David, which is just that uh, if charisma is a gift of grace. And these life honey kits are are gifts. How do we best spend our currency of connection for our own self-care by giving ourselves one of these gifts and by gifting it to others, by also extending a, hey, I see you, I know you, Uh, you just got married. I want to honor you guys having the best chance of having the longest, most fruitful relationship possible. That is, is expressing their charisma.
0: So Mm. (laughs) that's good. That's good.
1: Thank
0: you, Robin. Thank you so much for all that you've created. I mean, I know how much time it takes to create a product and the sourcing and the branding and the heart behind it and the mindfulness and the videos and the website. And it's just all, um, infused with gold, right? It is everything that you've done. It is just beautiful. So yeah, thank you.
1: One of the things you're just so using your charisma gift right now, because, um, you so touched my heart of knowing what it's like as a business owner and entrepreneur yourself. And um, it, you have uh, you touched my heart in the sense of, um, yeah, it has been an enormous amount of work. And to, it's so new. It's like me showing you and your viewers my fresh little baby. So thank yeah, you yeah. to you and to your viewers for being a part of this first step. With us at Life Honey. It's exciting um, to have inspiration, if I may, rising uh, for Life Honey. So thank you so much for, for, for having me today.
0: To check out all the links to Robin and Life Honey, swipe up on your phone to access our show notes or visit insporising.com. Now, if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe to the Inspiration Rising podcast on the Apple or Google podcast app that's already loaded on your phone. This is the easiest and best way to have every single episode delivered right to your device. All right, until next time, have a wonderful week.